From points across California, you're listening to the special Mickey's Halloween Party edition of The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the special Disneyland edition of The Diz Unplugged for the week of October 2nd. I'm your host this week, Nancy Johnson, with my spooky compatriots, Wayne Toygo, Tom Bell, and Mr. Tony Spatel. In this episode, we're going to discuss our team experience attending Mickey's Halloween party at Disneyland Park. How are you guys today? Tired. Tired. I'm still tired. It was late. Wonderful. Well, you're wonderful because you got to come spend the whole weekend down here, Wayne, right? That's right. I had a good time. Very good. And this was my ki- my first time taking my kids to the Halloween party because they were actually old enough to stay up late enough to enjoy most of to it this make, year. Make it worthwhile. Yeah. And um, and then, Wayne, you did something else this weekend, too, that we're going to talk about on next week's show, right? Absolutely. And you want to share with the listeners what it is? <laughs> the West Coast version of Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, awesome. Okay, so there's another listen, reason to listen to next week's show. Thanks for the plug, Nancy. I know, That's I am good. the queen of plugs. And might I also say in next week's show, we're going to talk about the new Cirque du Soleil show here, Iris, the one that's at the Kodak Theater in Hollywood. I'm going to be attending a performance this week. So so we got a lot to talk about next week. Next week's going to be a rocking show. I should listen. Tom, you and I can just listen to it and make... I can make snide remarks on what they say. I'll bring the drinks, you bring the snacks, and... Okay. There we go. So let's talk about, however, what we did this last weekend, and that was... Dun, 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 dun. Opening night of Mickey's Halloween party. Good. Oh, my So goodness. what time did everybody get there? Uh, I got there at 4 o'clock. Okay. And that's when we were allowed to enter in we were if allowed we had to get a... In. Now, uh, did... Tony, did you and your family go in on your annual passes before the party and then use your tickets to get into the party? No, or use your tickets I, once you were in the inside? No, I just went in with the ticket. You didn't get there till what, 5, 5.30? Yeah, almost 5.30. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I can start off with my first thing that I'm going to complain about. <laughs> but um, I did. No. I was able to get in early. Okay. I got in. I got in on my annual, and I was there at about mm, early afternoon, two-ish. Now, did you and then, exit uh, the park and come back in with your ticket? Nope. Or, okay. Nope. Just like uh, last year, they had an in-park station where okay. you could take your tickets and get your wristband and everything. No, I got there like it right at four, like I said. they There was really not... I, I read somewhere that there were tons of lines, you know, saying three, uh, you know, 30-minute wait and stuff like that, but we didn't experience that. It was maybe a five-minute wait, maybe, you know, eight... Eight, eight or nine people in line. Um, you go through the, you went through the turnstiles. The what turnstiles they were using for us were the far right turnstiles. Uh, you went through the turnstiles. Then when they handed you a a printed ticket, you know, a regular size ticket, so you could use that for your uh, fast pass, I guess. And yeah. then you got your wristband. And then as you were going underneath the tunnel, you got your trick-or-treat bag. So they had they had the process down fairly smoothly. Except. Go ahead. The, Go okay, ahead. Now here's my issue. Sorry. Okay, so I came at five. The parking structure was out of control. It was. It, it was, was. I don't know. It was. I don't know what was going on, but it was taking forever. It was out of control earlier too. You're right. Okay, good. It was. It was out of control. So finally, get there, and um, just a little tip: don't get there when the parade is ending. <laughs> because that's when we show we showed up right when the parade was ending, and it was just a mass of humanity, half going in and half going out, and it was just a little tip because I didn't know what I was doing. We, it was it was crazy, crazy, crazy. I could tell that the parking lot was was being prepared for full capacity because I they parked us on the very top level, and it was still early afternoon. They usually don't do that until way late in the day. Well, the, the, I don't know what they were doing. It was just screwy because you know you how you, you come in in two lanes, you go up your ramp in two lanes, you circle around the parking lot in two lanes, and then as they were feeding you down the road to park, they were having you merge into one lane. Yep, we noticed that too. 
it just and you know there was backs, backups all the way down the ramps. Yep, slowed everything up. Yeah. The only thing I could think there is number of per- parking personnel to to service the lanes. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, well, it could have just been a glitch that night. I don't know. Yeah. But well, the whole idea of not if you can get there a little earlier, I would suggest because we got there right when the parade was ending and it was crazy. And it is, and that was something Wayne and I actually experienced last year, was how they move people in and out of the park when they when they do the sweep to get people out of the park, and and that they have like only one pathway in while they have everyone else. um, Did they like funnel you on one sidewalk up and in, Tony? No. Or were you allowed to go up the Center Main Street? The the park was still open. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Before we leave parking or get too far away from it, I wanted yeah. to throw out one one other little suggestion that I was going to try Friday night but wound up uh, actually doing it on Saturday morning, and that's don't forget about the Toy Story parking lot. That really is very convenient, and all things considered, you get into the park faster. It's not quite as elegant because you have to take the little shuttle buses. Right. But the time to park... The time to take the shuttle trip and the distance you are to the front gate, it, it almost cuts the entire transit in half. People should really consider using Toy Story. It's it's a lot more convenient than you might think. That really is good advice. Or if you're staying at one of the off-property hotels that's close by, don't bring your car. Take the art or walk because you're going to find yourself being much happier with that option. Did anybody plan before the party? Yes. A little. Yeah, I think we kind of planned as we as we got to the party. Yeah, we didn't plan at all. We had our no. idea of what we were going to do. <laughs> yeah. Nancy, not planning. Come on. Um, we never plan anymore, man. That, was, that, that assumes that you planned at one time. I used to. I used to have a spreadsheet. Like, whenever we go to Walt Disney World, spreadsheet. Yeah, that's out the window. That's been out Well, just because it's in a spreadsheet doesn't mean it's a plan. It could just be a random mismatch of ideas just happen to be in a table. Yeah, no. Okay. I was like, okay, this park, this food, you know, this food, that means this park. That means these times, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, that's all gone out the window over the years for me. I've been doing Disney too long. Mine, mine more took the the uh, tact of here's the kinds of things that I want to do at some point. And once you get your map, then you can kind of see how things are laid out. Because really, except for the attractions, which we all know where those are, we weren't sure how the other facilities and entertainment items were going to be laid out until you actually get there and get your map and are looking at stuff. Well, and that's really true, especially with the way some of the construction is right now, with like the Carnation Plaza Gardens eventually going down, and and you know the Plaza Pavilion's got the wall, and there's walls in um, on Main Street, and you know, yeah. Carnation Plaza is where they set up for distributing wristbands to people already in the park. So they used the seating and dancing area as the queue line and then had the area across the path set up to distribute bracelets and the trick-or-treat bags and stuff. Oh, rock and roll, that's a good idea. Although the line was pretty long, it actually, once they started moving, it moved pretty quick, and they had a lot of stations set up to do it. So if you're in the park, don't don't be afraid of getting your wristband for the party while you're still in the park. That that actually worked out pretty good. Well, Tom and I, when we got there, and I had talked to my wife about the idea of let's try to get um, the candy more near the end, right? Is that what we said? Right, right. Or I don't remember. Yeah, okay. It was a well, we, we said um, we were going to do the, the late cavalcade and do ride, rides first, then the fireworks and the cavalcade, and then then candy or some, something along those yeah. lines. No, it didn't actually, being, yeah. It didn't work, but the theory being the little kids will get tired and have to leave after that cavalcade. And and that, that actually did happen, but there were still a lot of other people left over at the end of the night. It was pretty full right up until the end. Um, I was impressed. 
I think it's important to note at this point that it was a sold-out evening. You could tell. Yeah. That was yeah. surprising, too, for opening night. But yes, it was it- the only one on a Friday with a AP discount, if I'm not mistaken. And TBC yeah. discount, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all the discounts applied. I actually talked to somebody at one of the schools I work at, and told her I was going. She said, we're going, too, because it's the only, and the exact same line, it's the only time we could get a discount. So, I mean, only time they get a discount on a Friday. On a Friday, yeah. Because yeah. the parks are, this year the parks, the parties are on what, Tuesdays and Fridays and there's like one Monday? Yes, exactly. Or something. You want those so. dates real quick? Let's run through yeah. those dates real quick. Um, this show is going to go up on like the 5th or the 6th. So we have a party on the 7th, the 11th, the 14th, the 18th, the 21st the 25th and the 28th, and then Halloween the 31st. So those are all Tuesdays and Fridays except for Monday the 31st. So that's good to know for everybody who's still planning. So let's talk about how we handled this particular Friday night. For me, just to warn people coming down on a Friday night from the north end of town, like from Hollywood, anybody coming down the 5, it took us two and a half hours to get down to the park. L.A. traffic has really become crazy. I don't see how y'all deal with it down here. No, we just normally don't go to the park on a weekday. We only usually go on, like, Saturdays or Sundays um, unless we've taken that particular weekday off, you know, for a vacation day. This is particularly why I left super early Friday and made sure that I was in town by about noon. And I made I made record time getting in, but that's about the only time of day where you can actually negotiate L.A. freeways w- w- without yeah. incident. Yeah. Anyway, when did you come in, Tom? What time? Um, I left around ten thirty, and made a made a detour by Nancy's house to pick up tickets, and got to the park at four o'clock. It, but we stopped. We stopped for a long lunch, so so it took five and a half hours. Yeah. How well, how long did it take you from my house to? Uh, that's when we had kind of the traffic. Okay. Yeah. On a one hundred and one. Yeah, and we left about an hour after Tom did. So hour or two after Tom left our house. So. But once we got yeah. to the park, I think Tony will agree we made the worst rookie mistake ever. What? what was that? Please remind me of the rookie mistake, because I was just going to explain how great the traffic was on Ball Road oh, for three miles. <laughs> Anybody that's only like three miles to the to the west of Ball Road on Ball Road, it, it works. It works well. I'm just nice. Just a little tip. Okay, sorry. So, what was your rookie mistake, Tom? Trying to find something to eat. Oh, oh. Well, yes. Okay, Let, let's start. This is like a long journey. Okay, uh, so you, you tell, I'm sure you'll tell the story much better than me. Okay, so the original idea. Was to go to well, it's your Bay. wife's fault for one thing, but, but I'm sure but she you won't said that. No, not me. Um, I had no problem with the choices of restaurants we wanted to go to. <laughs> so first we went to Hungry Bear, and we walked all the way to the back of the park, and it was closed. Oh, my. Okay, so there's one. Oh, don't hold my yet. We're not done. So then remind me, where did we go, decide well, we, to go we, next? We went through New Orleans Square, but n- nobody wanted French Market. And I don't know that that was even open. And Cafe Orleans, of course, would have been too long to get through. Yeah, or a Blue, Blue Bay or anything. Like and we, so and Bay, then we headed Bay, to Chrissy, Plaza Inn. Chrissy X'd uh, No, River no, we Bell. didn't do Plaza Inn. Yeah, we, we X'd River, River Bell. And then we, we went, went through Fantasyland. Yes, to one of the other places that Village we like. House. Menu, Village House, and it was, Tom? Closed as a trick and getting ready to be a trick-or-treat location. Okay, so that was closed. So then we decided, okay, we're going to go to Plaza, Plaza Inn, Inn, right? Uh-huh. Is that or yeah. did I miss the one? Yep, Plaza no, Inn. Yep. Oh, it's wide open with a line like it was Star Tours opening day. I'd never seen a line like that for Plaza Inn. There, and How there were lots, lots and lots of empty tables, too. Where did that line, how far did that go down? Did that go down to like the camera shop? I don't it didn't go across. Well. No, I don't it went think to it that corner. It went to the, um, it went to the corn dog place though. It was too long for us locals. Yes. <laughs> so, as so excited. The, so the boys so won. Ended, yeah, the boys won and we ended up at Pizza Port, which still had a huge line 
and they were out of ice in the soda machine. Oh, man. Like, you could tell that, I mean, it's Friday, everybody got there, and they need to eat. I mean, as much as I'd like to just eat candy for dinner, I needed, we needed to eat something. And there was no way for us to, I mean, maybe we should have been smarter and looked at the map and said, oh, trick-or-treat location, I can infer that that restaurant's going to be closed. Well, it's not even listed it, on the map. Yeah, so we would have liked some kind of, these are the restaurants that will close early for the party, and then we would have known where to go. And then, of course, so that- and then, of course, to rub salt in the wound, later we walked by into Critter Country and... Country, and Hungry, Hungry Bear was open. Yeah, Hungry Bear was open. So that must have meant that Rancho del Zocalo was also closed, because they had a whole event in their yeah. dining area. We look at the map, yeah, it's, it's not listed as a dining location on the on the Halloween map, so yeah, it was closed. And, and I know that I understand why, but my thinking is, can't you make more money if you have more, like, you know, don't you want... People to spend money at the restaurants. I don't know that kind of, of course, well, and we're hungry and irritable. So without getting too far ahead, I was surprised at that. Also, I was surprised that they were would actually put what we know to be trick or treat trails inside restaurant facilities. Yeah, I didn't get well, that. They also, well, besides Village House, they also did it at the Golden Horseshoe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I completely missed so, that one. So scout out, tip, don't make our rookie mistake, scout out your food or eat before you come in or eat an early afternoon dinner. Let let me go through the map real quick of places that do have food during the party. But Um, that's not the same places that might have food before the party. Before the party, correct. Uh, Blue Ribbon Bakery, Gibson Girl, of course, Plaza Inn, uh, Refreshment Corner, so you get a chili dog. Uh, the only place open in New Orleans Square, according to this, during the party is the Royal Street Veranda. The only place open in Frontierland during the party is the Stage Door Cafe. The Hungry Bear Restaurant is open. The Bingle Barbecue is open. Uh, there is no dining locations in Fantasyland open. And both locations in Tomorrowland are open. Pizza Port and Tomorrowland Terrace are open. So I guess I lucked out at noon, finding a place relatively easy. But maybe, yeah, no, I, I was thinking maybe places hadn't closed yet, but they must have to get set up that day. Good tip for even people who are going to be in the park that day and not staying for the party, too. So, okay. Was, was there any uh, special foods for the party? or? Um. There was lots and lots of special desserts and treat-type foods. But um, that's not just for the party. That's there for the whole Halloween. For the whole party, thing. Right? But oh, okay. if you're wanting, like, if you wanted to stay in the Halloween spirit and getting, like, special treat snacks, there were tons of those. I'm going to have some photos of those from the um, up on the blog, too. But one of the cool things is over in New Orleans Square at the French Market, if you go in and get a muffaletta sandwich um, from that, you can get one of the cool new Jack Skellington coffin boxes. Like the popcorn boxes? Yeah, it's the same thing as the popcorn boxes. So you can actually get it with a sandwich or as a popcorn box. So there, those are kind of neat. I took, I ran into one of those and took a picture of it. So that was cool. And they do have the really, really super cute Mickey Ghost popcorn buckets out again this year as well. I think I saw a new Demitasse cup this year. Yes. In fact, I have three of them sitting in my <laughs> sitting in my kitchen right You're now. You're addicted to Demitasse cups. Oh, my God. They're so cute. And, like, when you have little girls like me, you know, and get them over-sugared with hot cocoa during the season, they're perfect size. Perfect size. Uh, for this, this year, it's Donald. Yes. Last year, well, actually, you can still get the Mickey Pumpkin one. Um, and I saw those at the Carnation Cafe. Um, with their dessert. Um, but Donald is at the Blue Ribbon Bakery and at the Plaza Inn. Those are also two at the Also at the Blue Ribbon Bakery and probably a few other locations, they had the specialty muffins, and one of the specialty Halloween muffins was, um, it, it's like a carrot cake pumpkin muffin with this amazing... It's a pumpkin muffin. With this amazing um, pumpkin vanilla frosting on top, it was heaven. There, it actually, it's a um, okay. There's two, those of which you speak. There's actually two things, both 
could pass as muffins. One is the pumpkin muffin, and that actually has a cream cheese frosting. And it's actually, some of the frostings kind of poke down into it as well. And the other one is a caramel apple cupcake. That's the one. That is a pumpkin caramel frosting. And then um, it's okay, got... Those don't sound as good as the way Wayne sold it. Yeah, I know. I want the one Wayne, Wayne talked about. <laughs> <laughs> they also have some really fun bat sugar cookies. And then um, for those of you who like Tigger Tails or the, you know, marshmallows dipped in caramel then dipped in chocolate or the pretzels that are dipped in caramel and then dipped in chocolate, they have ones of those that are dipped in white chocolate and decorated like little ghosts. And those are fun. Those are about four or five bucks pop. So not bad. Oh, and the big tip I learned about the demi-toss desserts, if you want the ones with the mugs, they are a dollar cheaper at the Blue Ribbon Bakery uh-huh. than at the Plaza Inn. They sell them for seven ninety-five at the Plaza Inn and six ninety-five at the Blue Ribbon Bakery. Okay, back to the party. So now I've gone on and on about the food enough. Let's move on to some of the actual party experiences. Um, What do you guys want to start with first? General things? Speaking of food, how about the candy? Okay, let's go trick-or-treating trails. trails. Officially, there were eight trails, but guess what? There were more. There were a lot more. They listed eight on the map. Yeah, they they were hidden all over. I, I don't. I I couldn't even count how many actual stations there were. Well, and some some of them were several stations. Some of them were just one station. But they some were, of them yeah, were, were like weird double lines, like Pixie Hollow. One of yeah. there was one that went in and out of the Buzz Lightyear queue that wraps back up next to Pixie Hollow, and then there, Pixie Hollow itself was one. The one. Um, Brown Pirates was weird. It was like, go in the queue line, hit like three stations, and that was it. Just mm-hmm. loop around the inside yeah. of the Pirates queue. Yeah, we didn't do any of those really tight ones with the little with our little ones. Um, but we did do like the trail up at Big Thunder. Um, we did... I was kind of disappointed with the way the Tomorrowland ones were designed. And- and Fantasyland, too. Fantasyland was just snaked in in the back of Dumbo. It definitely looked last minute. Tony, wasn't the one in the, the what was it, the Splash Mountain Fast Pass area, wasn't that the one that was just one Yeah, it was this long line for one. Yeah. And after I'd already done the multiple ones, I went, you know, no, I'm not waiting in line for one candy. Three candies? I'll wait in line. One? No. The one that where, was really where, nice was where, the one Wait a minute. Was, where, where was that one, Tony? It was under oh, the Fast Pass you, you sign. You know me with details. That's where Tom has to help me out. It was the Splash out. Mountain Fast Pass okay. sign. Because I think you didn't go down far enough because that trick-or-treat trail extended all the way to the meet-and-greet area. There were about, I would say, four stations on that trail. <gasps> and this this brings up a very good point. The trails, once you were in the trail, weren't marked as well as they were last year. It no, was last year difficult. where they had the big, giant Mickey balloons. And it was very easy to tell what station followed the next one. And if I hadn't just gone, just like Tony, I, I entered the one over by Splash, saw the first one, and went, oh, is this all? And I just, on a whim, kept walking. Sure enough, here's three more. Oh, okay. Man, that's another rookie mistake. And we're not rookies. That's just sad. <laughs> disappointed. I mean, not we not that we didn't end up with again. enough candy, but... Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, and speak, speaking of the candy, I heard this from a cast member that was in front of us in line. Now, of course, that's not why you spend the $70 or how much ever it is to actually go to the thing. is just to get candy. But there was some, like, young teenager cast member, and oh, he said, hey, right. I could just let you know. He said, I work here. I'm working this event. And he said, they have to fill out the number of bags you bring up. So he was basically saying that if he brought up three bags, they have to put candy in all three bags. Not that our listeners are going to just get tons of candy, but that's what he was doing, and it was just interesting that I got that little tip. But say your child was was on a ride or something and you had his bag, they would would put candy in both bags. So let's let's start start at the front. I'm just curious how many everyone hit. So there was one that was... Uh, kind of well, the, the the one Nancy talked about, which was kind of near um, Pixie Hollow. Who who went to that? 
We did. We, of course, because it's just a girl me and, thing. Me and Nancy. Uh, Tomorrowland? Uh, yeah, we did that. Yeah, we, we did, we did, we did those we late. Did. Yeah. That one I, that one I missed. How about the one Mer- back, back of Matterhorn? No. Yes. Mm, yes. No, we did. Did we? No, oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. That's the, yeah. That was one of the best ones because it had like three. Didn't we, didn't no, have, like, we didn't do that one because we went in the, we went in the exit of it. Oh, yeah, you're right. We did the okay, two okay. in Tomorrowland. Okay. There was one by Space oh. Mountain and one by Interventions. I'm getting confused with last year. How about up by Princess Fantasy Fair? Mm-mm, didn't make it that far back in the park. No. no. I, I hit that one. How about Fantasyland behind Dumbo? Yes. Nope. Yes, we did that one. Late okay. at night when nobody was there. Yeah. Big Big Thunder? No. Uh, yeah, I guess we did. Yes. Yeah, yes, we, we did, yeah, because that's the one up in the in the ranch. Yes, yes, yes. we did okay, that we one. Okay, we did that one. The one near Pirates, which is also, no, actually, that was different. The, the, one, the one that one goes that, along the edge of the river. We yeah, did that, that one. Yes, we did that one. Twice. And, but then there's another one that snakes through the Pirates queue line. It was like a mini one. Yeah, we did that one. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And, and the one that went through um, Golden Horseshoe. No. Nope. Yes. Did that one. Tony, it doesn't sound like you went to many. You know, when the, those, I mean, I those aren't marked in no, the park. Wherever Tom went, I went. So when Tom said yes, that was for me. So but, the only reason I don't I remember, going, I, I, I get lost going into the bathroom in my house. So <laughs> I just The only Tom reason I was, I was pointing out all of these was to give an idea to everybody of the number of these trails. And in each one of these trails... There were multiple stations. Oh, forgot the one in the village house, that weird one at the village house. And you know what? I'm looking at the map right now, and none of the village house and the Golden Horseshoe and the Pirate's Queue Line area, none of those are marked as official. Yeah, they're just vague vague pumpkins thrown all over the map. So there were there were eight eight official trails. We've listed at least three extra ones that didn't make it to the map. Now, what was everybody's haul? How much you actually bring home? We actually kind of avoided too much because we knew how bad our kids were going to be about it, and so. But we still got pretty decent quantities. Yeah, I mean our and bags were full enough. I mean they were full. There was. Well, we took large bags with us. Yes, yeah. we did too. Because last year those little bags they wouldn't last, and yeah, so yeah, we brought like the World of Color bag, and it was. Yeah, I was very happy with the haul. And I so got to say, was... I got a lot of Skittles. A lot of Skittles. And my favorite thing this year over last year was I was not forced to get apples or carrots or craisins. <laughs> I actually I was, asked for fruit snacks and craisins. Um, we didn't see any apples at the ones we went to, but we did see plenty of um, the Disney princess fruit snacks. Yeah, I saw fruit snacks, mm-hmm. saw craisins, two um, different types of apples, actually. They had uh, apple crisps, which were like dried oh. apples. That's right. We got we did get those dried apples, and you know what? Those suckers are really really good. And then they the had one? they had the regular sliced apples too. I got Disney makes um, Disney in their licensing partnership makes a they call them fruit crisps. Yeah. They're basically um, you know when you buy cereal these days, every cereal has like dehydrated strawberries and stuff in it. Well, these are dehydrated apple bits or apple slices, basically. The one thing I didn't see, so y'all tell me if you encountered them, I saw no Ghirardelli chocolate. No. You're right. There was None. However, so what however hap- there was... What happened I, there? Eh. I don't know, last year, I kind of have a little funny story. Last year, oh no, was it last, two years ago, our first ever Mickey's Halloween, whatever we're going to call whatever we call it, because you know I don't pay attention, um, the party, I go, we go there. We go to the first station near uh, the air. The sort of California. Thank you. Sort of California. And um, we get Ghirardelli. And we look at each other. This is going to be the greatest trick-or-treating event in history if we're getting Ghirardelli. Not, not realizing that that was the only place or like two places they had it. But for about ten minutes, we thought it was worth the money just because you were going to get Ghirardelli chocolate all over the park. And then, then alas, then we got apples and carrots and craisins. And we no, not to it. say we didn't get, not to say we got Smarties or, or you know, yeah, no, it was low it was candy the rest like of the that. selection was pretty good. Yeah, the, I thought it was the, better the, than last year. I agree, it, except for the fact of no Ghirardelli. It was it, yeah. it was a lot. It was it was the good the better stuff rather than the not so good stuff. 
I mean, yeah, they had so the, on- they had the Tootsie Roll and Tootsie Pop filler, but they had lots and lots of chocolate. Yeah, they did. I did all but the Tomorrowland trails, and I didn't ask for anything specific. I just walked up, smile, trick or treat, thank you, whatever they wanted. Because I was, I was wondering what the average, you know, what the average guest would see, and I brought home five and a half pounds. Oh, uh, well, it, I, I got, got it. You tried. <laughs> got the smile. Darn! I knew I was doing something. Another rookie mistake on my he third tried year. Teresa's. Uh, he tried Teresa's line of, of. I don't know. I, is the Disneyland party better than the Orlando party? Oh, that was, uh, where was that? That was up in at Pixie uh, Hollow. At Pixie Hollow, yeah, we were playing with the cast members. <laughs> and it always didn't get, get us more candy. Much. It just, oh, no, actually it did. It got me one handful more than, than the, the norm. Well, and, and it, it all depends on which cast member you see. I mean, it was really inconsistent as to if, whether you got three pieces or if you've got Seven pieces. I mean, yeah. yeah it was funny. You'd see the ones that would pick. You'd see the ones that would like deliberately. Okay, one of these, one of these. I'm looking around. There's a third one, and then the other ones would just get a handful. I just always thought that was funny. Yeah, but you know what? If you like got a handful of chocolate and you said, "Oh, by the way, can I have a fruit snack?" Um, they were more than happy to give you an extra fruit snack. <laughs> there, there was there was a lady in the the one right in front of Captain EO and she was picking around like I said like you know Wayne was talking about and I'm like oh yeah my son really likes Tootsie Rolls she's like oh Tootsie Rolls and so she starts grabbing she gets you know six or seven Tootsie Rolls and throws those in the bag like I'm like I'm joking it's okay she's like oh no 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 so I thought the cast members were outstanding Uh, again they they work so hard at these stations and the ones who aren't working the stations and are working the other activities and events the cast members just were wonderful they were phenomenal they don't get enough credit for all the work that they're doing on these kind of parties tony and tom did you get a chance to walk that uh, walk um the the back side path towards big thunder ranch they really did a lot with that that they normally don't do in the evenings we did, but it was early when we were looking for food, and yeah, we'd passed one of those haunt, those yeah, the haunt part, the haunt VIP thing, and we didn't see anything different at that time. Oh, okay, because when Wayne and I took the girls down to um, Big Thunder Ranch, you know, so we could see what that place looked like at night, they had full blown um, lightning and thunder and creepy woods effects and. Cool. The whole nine yards going on and, you know, like crashing storm noise and and just all kinds of weird stuff going on down that path that they don't normally do even during normal nights during Halloween season. So that was kind in of that, fun. In that area where the uh, the the old uh, mine train right. uh, was. Right. A little smoking area. And then... Yeah, and then Big Thunder. That was that was the only place you could get a meet and greet with Mickey and Minnie in their Halloween outfits. Yep. We saw Jesse over there. Yeah, Jesse was working the crowds and everything. And that's a really good place if you need a quiet moment to kind of get out of the crowds during the Halloween party, because the whole Big Thunder barbecue area, the that whole area is kind of open. You can go sit down and. Just relax a little bit, and there's bathrooms back there that are not crowded at all. I got to walk through. Um, it's the Rancho de Zocla area. I forget what they called it during the party, but it was like a dance location. Pirate Palooza. It, it was. Yes, that's it was what it was. That's what it was. That was really good. That was the only place I've seen where you could actually dance with a character. Uh, Chip, yes. Chip was out on the floor dancing away with the kids. It was great. Uh-uh. We had quite the time over in Tomorrowland boogieing down with some of the Space Ranger girls and the Green Army men. And some of those Green Army men, man, they can cut a rug. <laughs> I, I'm glad to see the, the, the park characters interacting with the guests that way rather than just the, the photo opportunities. That's cool. Yeah, it was really, really nice, and the, and even the the normal everyday cast members, um, in the standard Tomorrowland wear, you know, the standard Tomorrowland costume uniform, um, 
that would normally be just filtering around the park or waiting, ta- you know, busing tables, doing whatever. They were out on the dance floor having fun with the kids, too. And I was really impressed with that, that they were really trying to get an active, you know, active participation going. Did you notice the choreography, the lighting effects on Main Street and the castle to the background music? Uh, we noticed we that. We did. Yes. That was pretty amazing. We, that we, was cool. I've Tony never noticed that before. Talking about that, we were sitting there waiting for the second cavalcade. And, you know, we, as we were walking down, we noticed that they had LEDs in the backs of the windows. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's kind of cool with the different colors. But then they started playing Boo to You song, and the stinking windows were dancing. I to mean, they the had music. The, to the music. It's like, you know, only Disney would do something like that. They don't have to do that. And yeah. if you looked up the street, you'd have seen that the castle was also coordinated to the background music. Yep. And that was really fun. My girls loved castle. watching that. And they were projecting images on the castle and doing stuff. It was cool. Yep. Now, did they have the same kind of projections on Space Mountain again this year? I didn't actually get around to that side to see. Anything. Yeah, yeah. That those are those are amazing. That is really fun to watch. It is so hypnotic watching the images change and listening to the, the to the music score that they have with that. Did y'all get into Ghost Galaxy for the party? No, it's too too long a line. And let's talk about that because I was really surprised at how long the lines were during well, the party. I, 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 long is such a relative term. I know you're right. <laughs> I, I, okay, here's my thing. I, now that I can go a off 55 a little bit. Fifty-five minute wait though um, for a limited attendance. That's I that's, again. That's if, I agree. That's my thing. If I'm spending that much money. It's not about just seeing the special fireworks show and getting the candy. It's about I'm spending this extra money and it will be there will be smaller lines. Okay, Big Thunder we walked right on, uh, Matterhorn we walked right on, but the Ghost Galaxy and Haunted Mansion Hol- Holiday it was almost like I was there on a normal day. If I'm spending this extra money, part of my thinking is I'm not going to have to wait in lines as that are av- that are the same average length. And here's where your planning comes in because, and this is one of the good things about us reporting it this way, is I agree with Tony. You would think with a limited ticket sale for this kind of event that you would have a better chance of getting on the attractions. What we've seen is that with a sold-out event, that's going to put a lot of people everywhere. So you almost have to decide, are you going to try and do attractions are you going to try and do the shows and special events, or are you just going to walk the trick-or-treat lines? If you try a mix, you're going to have a little bit of each. As with so many Disney things, there's no way you're going to make all events and activities for the entire evening. Very true. Very true. I think so, we, ended up, we ended up going on, what, two rides, you and I, Tony? Yeah, of course, uh, my wife and the kids went on like three or four, but... That's just because we were lazy. Well, no, because we, we, we went and saw the parade. Yeah, we were working. We were, we were working yes. for the podcast. Yep. Well, Ian, Ian took Lily on rocket rods between the... Rocket the, rods? Wow, flashback. Oh. Not rocket rods. Oh, God. Okay, that was, to me, that was worth the money. I mean, who would have seen that ride coming back? Just, I, it was so <laughs> awesome. And, of course, it broke down halfway through, like, like rocket rods. Uh, but, sorry. <laughs> so what did you mean? I meant the rocket ships in the front of Tomorrowland. <laughs> Astro oh, okay. Orbiter, okay. Astro Orbiter, thank the you. The rocket, rocket spinny thing. Yeah, the rocket spinny thing. That's my, my usual way of describing these attractions. <laughs> so I know that, Tom, and, you, and, you and Tony were bouncing back and forth across the park trying mm-hmm. to find rides to run. Right. Which ones did you actually wind up getting on? Matterhorn and Big Thunder. Okay, and I went on Matterhorn, uh, the Monorail, and Haunted Mansion. Like I said, I didn't go on a darn ride. <laughs> Ian took Ian took Lily on on the Astro Orbiter because she really wanted to do it, and we he actually squeezed that in while the rest of us waited um, for the fireworks. You know, got staked out our spot for the fireworks. And I think 
Chrissy took the boys on Splash Mountain, and then yep. oh, there were that you could walk right on. And, yeah, you could walk right on that, and then they took they waited for Haunted Mansion Holiday. Yeah. So let's talk about how to handle the cavalcade and the fireworks. Now we were really surprised. Nobody was waiting on Main Street for the cavalcade. When for the we first show. For the first show. Same with the second show. We walked up about yeah. five minutes beforehand, Tony. Yeah. And we got we got a great spot for it right in front of the bakery. I would say, like with all parades, I would not sit down by um, by Coke Corner or you know the the very entr- you know the very entrance to the hub at Main Street. I would sit either down on Main Street or in the hub. That's just because that's where the speakers change their audio, and sometimes it gets a little rocky in there. Depending on from flow to flow, but we had a great. Well, I think with this parade, it doesn't really matter because it was the same song over and over and over yes. again. That's but true. it was a cute song. Oh, okay, it was a good song. Yeah, but it's the same. I know, no, I get it's just now. Personally, I don't have it stuck in my head, so nobody say it. But yeah, it's the same one over and over and over and over. And, and let's over. Rem- let's remind people that the caval a cavalcade parade is not necessarily a big foofy fancy disney parade that's how they separate their parade i disagree i thought it was so foofy i thought it was almost too foofy (laughs) thank you for laughing tom you're like is he serious foofy no it was characters in costume it was characters in dancing and costume that said it was better than i expected way better than i i really liked it it was it's cute. not the boo to you, but it was fun. It, it, the, you look at the kids, you look at what they're doing, they're clapping along, they're waving to the to their favorite characters. Uh, I think it was well received for what it what, what it is. And who was amazed at which characters they pulled out of the closet yes. like, for some of those too? Should, you we, know? should we share? Should we share, or is that supposed to be a surprise? I don't know. What do you guys think? One or two. Well, let's just say there were some characters there that the ride is no longer at Disneyland. Ah, oh, exactly. that's good way of putting it. Exactly. Yep. And then, and then, do we share the very end? Ooh, good float. Very good float. But do it we was, say who was on the float at the very end, or is that? I think. Too much? I, uh, I don't think everybody listening to this is going to buy it. Buy the ticket. I think we need to tell them. I think you do too. Go for it, Tony. Miss Piggy, so cute. So it, that cute. was that was like the surprise of everything. It was like, oh my god, really? Yeah. So there was, I'd never seen the the. Uh, if you did some kind of like statistical analysis on the number of characters in that short amount of time and that short amount of space, I was blown away because I was expecting it. Like it'd been years fat, past and a couple of floats and the the boo happy Halloween whatever song it is, and then a few of them dressed up and were done. This thing was way longer than I expected, and I saw all these characters that I hadn't. Wasn't expecting to see. I actually really thought that was actually maybe the highlight. And, and part of it was because, like what you had talked about in previous um, previous episodes, uh, Wayne, is I had such low expectations for this thing. I didn't have too high of an expectation that I was blown away because I wasn't expecting anything. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think my, my, my low point was fi- seeing the recycled Lion King parade costume or something like that. But That's true. <laughs> There were some weird well, costume, uh, weird costume choices, and re- weird recycled costumes. But I mean, I, like Tony said, given the fact that we were expecting so little, it it was a great parade. Yeah, I too sorry. wish we could have the uh, the Florida parade. I wish we could have the full blown thing. Um, but I'm glad we have some kind of parade. Okay, now let's talk about how to handle that. Like, if you, like one of the things we discovered by being on Main Street during the cavalcade was that it was a lot. When you, if you, if you are seeing the first cavalcade, it only makes sense for you to leave the cavalcade and head straight to find a spot for the fireworks. Wouldn't if, you agree? It, yes, if you want to see it from the front of the castle. Yes. 
And there's a lot to be said for seeing this show from the front of the castle. Right, because you miss out on half of the effects if you're seeing it from another area. This show almost more, this fireworks show almost more than any other fireworks show almost demands that you have a view of the castle. There's so much going on right there in front. And what else did we discover as we were hunting for our spot? Because we were down on Main Street. One of the things, if you if you really want have to be in front of the castle, and Wayne and I learned this um, from the difference in our way we handled it last year versus this year, is if you really want to be in the front of the castle, you need to be somewhere in the hub during the cavalcade as the parade is hitting the cavalcade. Because last year, that's what we did. We watched the cavalcade swing past as we came into the hub from Frontierland, I think it was. And we realized that after that cavalcade passed, uh, when all those people dispersed, they were all going to fill in to right in front of the castle. And sure enough, so last year we were able to sneak in from the opposite side and get a good spot in front of the castle. But this year, we... Went up the Tomorrowland side. We went from Main Street up towards the Tomorrowland side of the hub. Then we said, eh, maybe this isn't the best. So we went and we cut through the center of the hub to the Frontierland side. And then all of a sudden we realized our mistake was that the vantage point of the, of the critical spots of the front of the castle weren't good on the Frontierland side. So we then switched back over to Tomorrowland. And they will not let anyone sit in the center of the hub. That is a um, a fire walkway. So that's real important to notice that even if you think people are standing around there waiting to get a good spot, they're going to get their butts moved. So the spot that you guys were in, how early did you get to that spot? Right after the parade left, which was about, what, 45 minutes before the fireworks? Yeah. And we were right up on the rope for uh, for the central cut through. And we we got there uh, what twenty minutes before something like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and where'd uh, you wind up? They were right, right with next, us. Right next yeah. to you. Yeah, I was actually oh, kind of blown away right. at how easy it was to get a spot. Yeah. Well, I, I also texted you and said, "Get your butts over here." Yes, you did. <laughs> and then we purposely slowed down. But but it's not like we had to like kick people out of the way to get to no no you really you walked up fairly easily you didn't have to say excuse me pardon me excuse me pardon me my family's over there excuse me pardon me (laughs) it really was true i just punched people and it was no problem i mean you just hit them they'll they'll, especially kids they you know how i always yeah yeah yeah. kids you just kick them around they'll they'll fall down (laughs) although there was like then you get a good spot you know but you really have to stay take their candy too, too while you're at it well, I wasn't going to share that. That was going okay, to just be my own little secret. But. See, my favorite piece of advice is always tell you know if you're going to have somebody scout a scout a spot out, at least grab a snack you know and and have something to eat or drink while you're waiting. I think it's a good tip. Because well, you know what we did that actually yesterday in line for the haunted mansion. We said you know what we're hungry, but we really want to go do this. Why don't we go to Bengal Barbecue? And grab a couple skewers and go stand in line at the Haunted Mansion, you know, stand in our line at the Haunted Mansion with food in our hand. And that worked out great because there's trash cans right before the entrance. So we ate Bengal barbecue in line and it was quite tasty. And since Bengal barbecue is one of your open spots for food during the party, that's actually a really good tip. Wow, you just gave yourself credit for your really good tip. I think it is a really good tip. I just think it's funny that you said, hey, I just said it, and then, hey, it's a really good tip. It is a really good tip. You well, deserve it. It, it. it. Well, you know, I did it during normal park hours yesterday, but it's a, it would be a really good tip for the party. Yeah. I, I agree, actually. I'm just, making, I'm just being silly. Oh, I know you are. It's for, okay. those, for those that didn't hear our discussion last year, do we want to say a couple of words about uh, Halloween Screams itself? Well, you know, we are going to have some video of it up on the blog. Um, in fact, one of the things my husband, yay, I love him very much, did while we were at the party was he went and shot HD video of everything we did and everything we walked by. Um, and so we've got a nice cluster of um, 
images for you guys. And he's, in fact, he's, I'm looking into his office right now while we're talking and he's working on editing it. So, so that should hopefully be up on the blog this week, up on the blog this week. It really is a great fireworks show. They, they use more different kinds of fireworks shots and more different kinds of special effects than any other show I've seen done at Disneyland. They take the projection ball to new extremes with this show. And the fact that, you know, where else can you go to see Zero fly? Yeah. I mean, Zero in the air makes it, it just gives that show a whole new feel. Even more, uh, I even get a little more uh, sentimental about it than Dumbo. I, uh, Dumbo just looks weird, sorry. <laughs> well, it's Tom a, at WDW Info. Yeah, thank you. The Baby Mind song doesn't quite fit that section of that that particular fireworks show very well. So, you know, I would think you can fly, you can fly, you can fly would be a better choice. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. So you, now, you what did you say think? That. Now, how did you guys find? Since we talked about the. The cavalcade actually runs on either side of the fireworks. So there's an 8.30 cavalcade. The fireworks is at 9.25? No, 9.30. The fireworks is at 9.30, barring any unforeseen weather issues. Yeah, it was a little late on Friday, but... And, well, uh, and we're, we're all looking at each other thinking, don't tell me I spent this much money and we're not going to get to see this thing because that's half the reason I'm here. I was starting to... I was, I was, I was so nervous. But luckily, <laughs> well, yeah, and we should explain for those of us who haven't heard us say it before, um, due to Anaheim City ordinances, Disney must complete its fireworks program by 10 o'clock. And if they don't, they can't, if they're not going to be able to, then um, they cannot run the fireworks that night. So, yeah, if you've got any kind of risk of bad weather, you're going to be up a creek. But what time is this? It was the second cavalcade. Ten thirty. Ten thirty. That's late. Well, it's a midnight party. Still midnight. I know. It just sits me as being late. Now we should remind people too that Fantasmic is not um, running during any of these parties, but they use the they use the um, the ships, the the riverboat and the sailing ship Columbia, to really neat effect during the party. And the Rivers of America have that cool. Uh, yeah, they've, dry they've got ice. the they've got the phantasmic light poles up, and they've, they're using those as, with lighting effects. And the how do they use the Mark Twain? Um, they have like all kinds of eerie purple lighting on it. They have okay. it parked in dock in Fowler's Harbor, mm-hmm. and they have kind of just some weird projection and and eerie purple lighting and then of course the sailing ships columbia is parked at the uh, boarding at the boarding zone and that's got blue floodlights and it looks you know like a spooky ghost ship and then they have did they have a pirate meet and greet yes they did in the queue yeah yeah Yeah. with uh with the peter pan characters this year yeah we saw peter and wendy outside of the queue there um playing and talking with some small kids so that whole area is really nice. Now, what about other special character greetings, since we just mentioned the Peter Pan characters? Well, they have Jack Skellington over by Cafe Orleans, I think. Mm-hmm. That looked really good. He yeah. looked great. That was a night, uh, nice vignette that they had Jack and Sally in Well, speaking, well. speaking of backgrounds, the, the background they got they have for Phineas and Ferb at, Caf- at Carnation Plaza Gardens, that thing looked awesome. Yeah. That was fun. That was, that was a neat little there. thing. Oh my gosh! I totally miss Phineas and Ferb. And I Over think Agent P was there for a while too. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I say like, yeah, yeah, he was. I was excited to see Agent P. Bummer. And, and, and then, then the other villains back at Small World. Uh-huh. And I, that was the that was the first time I've seen uh, Doctor Facilier. Oh wow! Was uh, him and the Red Queen. And someone else, one other character was over there. I think we saw Jafar and Cruella. Yeah. Hades was there last year. And then, of course, they had they had the Winnie the Pooh characters in Critter Country. Back. Were they dressed up or not? Uh, Pooh was. 
He was a honeybee. Where was Duffy? Duffy was at Main Street. Over around the corner by the hat shop. Oh, we totally walked right by that. So if you're a Duffy fan, there you go. And what's the other? Oh, the Stormtroopers. The Stormtroopers were great. Oh, my God. And they even played with people in the line, you know, who are are people, you know, who are hanging out just looking at them in between, you know, guests coming up to get their pictures done. Like, Ian started videotaping them from the line, and they were playing to him. And they were really good. They were extreme professionals. Professional Stormtroopers. Hey, man. (laughs) Now, we talked about doing... All the attractions, seeing all the stuff. Did anybody actually, you know, decide to give their tourism dollar to Disney <laughs> Halloween merchandise? I have to have my souvenir special event shirt every year. It's a requirement. Yes. I got my Mickey's Halloween t-shirt, glow in the dark. Thank you very much. And I bought my special pins, one for Halloween time, one for the Mickey party itself. There's a limited edition on both of those. They look pretty cool this year. They usually come out with some pins, so if you're still into pins, they, they got some good ones. And, and the, the, I guess, good news, bad news thing is I saw those before the party even started, so I think Daycast can actually get those. Yeah, I, th- I didn't see anything available during the party that wasn't available daytime. So you can always get a a Halloween party t-shirt, even if you're not going to the party. Let's talk about special headwear. They had a couple real cute um, headbands. Um, My favorite this year was the headband for women that had the um, little witch hat and then the green hair coming down. Um, And then the other really odd one I saw this year was the light-up Medusa hair. The spaghetti oh, hair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of bizarre. And then they had the talking skeleton that looked like, you know, something Flava Flav would wear around his neck. Oh, the necklace thing? Yeah. Yeah, those have been around for a couple of years. Those are freaky looking. Yeah. So they had those and um, not much in the way of other extra stuff. Not a lot of character toys. I was supposed to get a souvenir for my son's teacher because we took him out of school early and I totally forgot it. So oh, he's gonna he's gonna have to like pound erasers when he goes back to school on Monday. You are so busted. Do you want to buy one of my pumpkin? And do you want to buy one of my Donald no, mugs okay, off me? Thanks. <laughs> Your kid's school still has chalkboards? No, I'm just okay. Just, that was just okay. That was, okay. She's, she's just, gonna he's gonna have to pound. Um, you realize there's gonna dry be erase little- markers or something, yeah. Yeah, you realize there's going to be an entire generation of kids that have never had a chalkboard. A yes. real and soon there will be a generation of kids that never even had dry erase markers, and they just had digital ink. <laughs> so I'm just, I, I don't know. No, that's not sad. Didn't that make you feel cool. old? And soon there will be no children that will remember the house of the future. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there are already no kids at root. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. Uh, there we go. Okay. Well, now, did anybody spend the night in Anaheim afterwards? I know we drove home. I was so, there all weekend. So you did you stay at a local hotel? Was any, were any of the hotels offering any um, special October rates or anything? Yeah, actually, um, this is this is kind of one of the off seasons for a lot of the local area hotels. And although I, I I didn't see like discounts, but I did see reduced room rates at almost every place I checked. The place that uh, I wound up staying was was down about about fifteen percent above its summer rate. And as I looked around the Anaheim area, that seemed pretty consistent too. Now of course the Fairfields that are right across the street and and all the Disney properties, they're gonna be right up there because of the time of year and the and the, all the celebrations. But the smaller and the name brand hotels that are a bit away, I think actually if you're planning on traveling, this is this is a good time of year to get some good hotel rates. And getting good hotel rates brings us to our final topic of value. So what did everybody feel? I know we got discounted advanced purchase annual pass holder tickets. What do you guys think of 
that versus full price at the gate or okay let's let's the tickets go as low as forty nine dollars for the advanced purchase. I'm sorry, forty four dollars for advanced pur- advanced purchase AP rate, and then up to what fifty nine dollars regular price, and then Halloween is a little bit more than that. So just to compare, and so I your th- your thoughts as an annual pass holder who goes a lot. I don't think it was worth it. I have to agree because I lo- okay I enjoyed it immensely I thought it was great, but I didn't have to pay full I didn't have to pay full price and I was kind of doing it. I mean I we go anyways, but if I had to pay full price with no discounts whatsoever and I wasn't doing a Disneyland podcast, that's too much money for that. It's yeah. almost a, it's not that far away from buying a ticket for the full for a full day. Right. Even though. They got us because it's the only way I can see that cool fireworks show. So, but uh, yeah, I think it's too expensive. Okay, so the vacationer has a little different point of view because I can't get anything like this in my area normally. Yes, we have some Halloween events, and I have a theme park near me that is going to do a Halloween thing, but it's not Disney, and it's certainly not on the level of entertainment that that, that Mickey's party is going to have. Yeah, it's a bit expensive, and I am glad that I was able to apply at least a little bit of a discount, but I look at the other kinds of special evening events where if I went to a concert, which is going to last, what, three, four hours, depending, if I go to some kind of special party at a club or if some other venue is going to put on some kind of special event, for for someone traveling for this kind of event, I actually think it was a good value. It was a good value for me. And we had we had some friends that were there from our area that drove down just for the for the one night and went and they had a great time. They they rode their rides, they got they, their quote was they got their money's worth in candy. And you know, they were they were satisfied, they were happy. It's it's I think it's we're jaded because we're so used to going all the time and we expected something more than having to wait 40 minutes for Haunted Mansion Holiday or 30 minutes for Star Tours. And it just didn't live up to our expectations of what it should have been. Yeah, not to, say, to, not to say it was a bad party, it just didn't live up to our expectations. Well, and I, and I think that because it was such a crazy weekend, I mean, you have to remember, too, that this was Gay Days weekend. And I don't know how much of the Halloween party crowd was affected by that at all. But because um, I know yesterday in the park, it was it was absolutely jam packed. Um, so, you know, last year, Wayne and I went the second or third week. The crowds were lighter. We walked onto a lot of stuff. You know, Haunted Mansion was only 15 to 20 minutes for us. So comparing those two experiences, I think that I was a little put back as far as the crowd level went with this time. But our unique factor was when were we going to run out of out of stamina for the kids because I didn't take the girls last year. I just didn't feel like they were old enough. And in some ways... You know, my kids tend to get spooked a little easy, so there were a couple times where it was dark, and like on the walk back to um, Big Thunder Ranch, they were like, I want to go home. I don't like this. So, you know, you've got small kids. And yet the event was sold out. And as from what we've seen of what Disney's doing to free things, to enhance things, to recycling old things over and over again, and yet ticket prices keep going out and they going up, and they still keep selling out these kinds of events. I completely agree with everything all of you are saying. I don't think we're going to see any change in, in it as long as these kind of events keep selling out, and they're going yeah. to. People are people are desperate for entertainment in this economy, and this is different. This is something different. And for the family that can pack up the kids and go to preformed entertainment and have it all taken care of in a in a safe environment. Yeah, I think I and I think you know it's really worth it, especially in that effect. You know, it's the only park you can go to around here where the scare factor 
is significantly reduced. I mean, Knotts, they pride, and Knotts and Universal both pride themselves on their, you know, their scare zones and their, and their mazes and haunted houses and things like that. And, you know, my kids, they may never be the kind of kids that can actually go into that type of park. I'm not the kind of person that can go into that kind of Halloween event. And, you know, I, I find, that alone a decent value for me that I could actually do this with my kids and not have them, have them do too bad. And they actually lasted till about 11 o'clock, so I was really surprised. So, if I may, I would like to introduce the team to the new Wayne's Entertainment Rating Scale. I was thinking about <laughs> oh. this all weekend. The scale goes one to five. A three is a mid-level, could take it or leave it, either way, not good, not bad. A four is very good, recommend it. Five is, don't you dare miss this for anything in the world. Contrary, two is, don't waste your money, this one isn't worth it. One is, we will kill you if we find out that you actually went. So, go around the table. What's your, what's your, okay, that would be what's your Wayne's Wayne Entertainment. <laughs> what's your Wayne's Entertainment scale on Mickey's Halloween party? I give it a four, and I would definitely wait, come back. That's wait, wait. Wes. The Wayne's Entertainment scale, Wes. Now, the entertainment scale does that have anything to do with the value or just the entertainment? It's it's the whole experience, all considered. This is your your okay. overall rating. Everything okay. taken in, into account. For ourselves or for the general public? For you. You personally. This is your review. I'll, I'll commit to a Wes of four. I'll say three, three and a half. Yeah, I got to go with the three, three and a half because of the price. So there you are, folks. Yep, that sounds like uh, we pretty much talked this one to death, and we've given you a good recommendation. Well, we've given you an average three and a half to four Wayne's Entertainment Scale recommendation, and copyright I, that quick. Yeah, really. <laughs> I already did it too late. I own it now. <laughs> and with that, Tony owns you now, Wayne. No, I just own the Entertainment Scale. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, my. Oh, my. And with that sparkling commentary, I think that'll wrap up this edition of the Dis Unplugged. Have a happy Halloween, and we'll see you next week. Good to you.